It's time to stand up and make a difference. This is not a Republican versus Democrat issue. You know what my father said, you can do anything you want as long as you're willing to pay the consequences. You guys are fantastic. I have the absolute best listeners going. It's time, don't you think? Don't you think it's way past time for them to start doing what they should be doing? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't care if we're talking about the state house or we're talking about the dog catcher. Right is right and wrong is, well, what they're doing. Let's let them tell me that. They don't want to see me coming into a meeting and asking that same question. You get educated, you get registered, and you get out to vote. Or you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Simply put, the goal is to better government through citizen involvement. Do they not understand here the cover-up is worse than the crime? The cover-up is always worse than the crime. I guess it's true what they say. Perception truly is reality. And now, Perception is Reality with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this 119th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's good to be with you. Thank you for joining us today. I want to ask that you go ahead and share the show with everyone you know. Remind them that they can find us on all major podcast hosting sites, along with the home link at perception.fireside.fm. One of the easiest way to find us is simply by Googling or searching, however you so choose, Bilbrey Podcast. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. Along with that, you can also check us out on Facebook, where the conversation always continues. That's facebook.com forward slash bilberry318. So, it's not just me today. Today, we have uh, a very special... I don't, I don't, you're not a guest. I don't know what you are. Uh, I don't even know what your name is. <laughs> I don't know what... what did we decide what, what you're going to go by? Just Reagan. Just Reagan. Okay, we have a very special person with us today, Just Reagan. And uh, Just Reagan is going to be with us here for all of this show. And uh, depending on how this goes, maybe uh, her own show or maybe more of these shows. So we'll see how that goes. What? Not just Reagan. I'm just saying that my name is Reagan. Oh. Seriously? Okay, so it's going to be just not, it's not going to be just Reagan, it'll be just Reagan. Okay, so Reagan is with us. Uh, Reagan has been helping me out a little bit uh, with the artwork and doing some things there. She's got another job, she really doesn't do anything anymore, but we figure that it might be a good idea for her to talk. She was on a Facebook Live with us the other day, and uh, she's got a lot to uh, gripe about. Uh, as I have recently discovered, and I feel like I need to put this caveat in... Uh, even though she is a millennial, I think, or, or you're younger than a millennial. Yeah. So she's even worse than a millennial. <laughs> Amazingly, she's not liberal, which is uh, shocking to me because I thought that everybody under the age of 30 was uh, progressive weirdos. So... Um, apparently she is either conservative or, or right-leaning libertarian. <clears throat> so, 
That'll be interesting. Uh, and we have had a lot of things in common here lately, a lot of issues, specifically around one specific candidate, and I'm sure we'll get into that. But I, I, I thought it'd be interesting to bring her on. We've been trying to schedule something to do a podcast uh, with her for a while now, and so that's this episode. So, hi. Hi. So, for anybody that has watched the Facebook Live episode from... Oh, well, it just depends on when you hear this. People listen to these differently. So we did a, a podcast live episode on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey, facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey 318. Uh, probably around the 25th, 26th, 27th of August uh, about a congressional candidate running in Indiana's 6th congressional district. Uh, Democrat candidate Janine Lee Lake, and it's really interesting to me because I've I've known Janine Lee Lake personally and professionally for quite some time now, while she's been running for the last four years uh, straight, and it's interesting to see the dynamic of younger people getting involved with her. And then it always seems like they always run this course where at some point they run afoul of her. And I think that she is somebody that you were at least somewhat interested in. You were interested in what she what she was about, and you started following her uh, quite some time back, I think. Actually, hell, it was back when I was like in Texas, so it was the beginning of July, maybe the end of June. Or, or had you been following her before that? No, just the start of the Keenan Gray stuff. Okay, okay, so, okay, you started following Janine Lee Lake, and so, yeah, I had never heard of her until that. You had never heard of you had never heard of her. You didn't hear of her no. two years ago. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, okay, so you started following her on social media. Yeah. And what did you quickly come to to realize? Well, I mean, honestly, I didn't think that she was very well put together. Okay. Um, or that she was good at, if she has any, uh, good at getting her ideals uh, out there. So that's something that I hear from, from a lot of different people. Um, and I'm trying to think the nicest way to put this is that she does not, and this is not my statement, this is what I hear from a lot of different people, that she does not come across as very well put together. She does not have a platform that is very cohesive. If there's a if there's a platform at all, and she just doesn't she doesn't sell herself very well. That her, her the idea of uh, her stump speech is basically orange man bad. Uh, and then association with Mike Pence, and then the association with uh, Mike and Greg as brothers, and so she's running against that whole conglomerate of Orange Man bad and the Pence brothers bad, and so please elect Janine Lee Lake in some November coming near you. <laughs> yeah. And I so, definitely think she's like her worst, her worst enemy. Absolutely, unforced errors. It's something that I have a problem with Trump about a lot, and and a lot of other other people as well. Uh, Mayor Dan Ridenour in Muncie, 
uh, Eric Holcomb, the governor of Indiana, and and President Trump, besides the other issues that people might not like them for, unforced errors are something that you do not want, and she has a lot of those. So uh-huh. besides not being put together, what else did you notice? Um, well, I would say that one thing that I did appreciate right off the bat was that what she was there, even though I knew that she was doing it for, I could tell that she was doing it for her own personal gain rather than being there for the people. I did like that she used her platform to be there, you know, small town Henry County, uh, to be there for the Ken and Gray stuff. Okay, and so just... just well, to- that was the first time I'd ever met her. And then I think it was just like two days before that when she was trying to organize like a like a protest beforehand or something. Okay. That was the first couple of days that I knew knew of her. And so that would have been the last couple days of the month of July when when the planning commission hearing was or planning commission meeting was and just for people who might be tuning in for the first time Basically, what you're referencing is a county council member in Henry County, Indiana, which is in East Central Indiana, uh, had had posted some extremely Im- inappropriate racial uh, s- comments, posts, memes on on social media, and there was a big out uh, outcry that he should step down, he should resign, he should be censured. And the citizens were involved. I've been involved with it. And Janine Lee Lake was also involved. And it would have made sense that she's involved. Henry County is in District 6. And so it would make sense that she would be involved. But like most other things that she's involved with, you can tell that it's very self-serving. So you were able to pick up on that? Yeah, I mean, just the little things. Like she was recording the whole thing, which is fine. But it was, you know... She it was, was the backdrop. She was, the, yeah. Yeah. It was the backdrop. And then <laughs> I think that she kind of, uh, you know, she went to say something and she kind of put her foot in her mouth because she referenced, uh, basically she was stereotyping like old people being <laughs> the old people were the, you know, old people were the racist. They were the ones that weren't of changing mind. Well, Basically. I think I, I do think that she did a she did realize that that was probably a wrong statement, and she has changed yeah. that. I think her statement now is that just the white people are the racist, uh, and so uh, we'll get to if that. If she hasn't said that, her actions definitely have portrayed that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I want to make it very clear. I don't believe she specifically said the white people are racist, but she has done everything but walk up to that. And we can talk about that here in a minute. I do want to say this really quickly, and I feel like this is probably important. I am not a fan of Greg Pence myself. I do not like Greg Pence. I've interviewed him twice. I, a matter of fact, I interviewed him twice when he would not talk with other people. Uh, producer Kate, that uh, helps out with the podcast here, uh, she does like Greg Pence. Matter of fact, uh, she also is one of the people that he sat down with and talked to uh, while she was a reporter for the Winchester News Gazette. So, uh, you know, we have differing opinions here. I am not a fan of, I, I don't want people to think that I'm bashing Janine because I'm out swinging the bat for Greg Pence. I do not like Greg Pence. 
I'm not a fan of Greg Pence. I did not vote for Greg Pence two years ago. I will not vote for Greg Pence this time around. My candidate, who I am openly uh, out for and, and have been out for, is Tom Firkenhoff. He is the libertarian candidate. And I would highly suggest anybody listening to this who lives in Indiana's 6th District, check out libertarian candidate Tom Firkenhoff. I don't want anybody to think that this is because I am supporting Greg Pence. It certainly is not. It's because of the fact that Janine Lee Lake, as a congressional candidate, is spiraling wildly out of control. I, I want to be very clear real quick before we go on, just, just an aside here. When she ran two years ago, she... Yeah, two. I guess the her original run would have been two years ago. She did not have a platform then either. She specifically ran on the fact that we need to get Trump out of office. We wanna we wanna get people in Congress that can stand up to Trump and can fight against Trump. Trump bad. Trump bad. She wasn't as racially motivated behind her statements but we are in a different place in 2020 than we were in 2018 so I, I think that now now her 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 campaign is like 2018 plus so it's it's all the worst of 2018 plus now all of this new racial side and I I, I want to be very cautious in telling people that I I believe that I have a fairly the this podcast has a fairly large minority uh, following uh, of of all different minorities. I, I I am certainly not racist. I myself have been fighting what's going on in Henry County uh, for the last month month and a half, and so this is definitely not me because I'm against Jean Lee Lake because she's black. It's because uh, she's a sucky candidate. And I, I have issue and take issue with things that she says, but we are we are in this new environment, and I feel like what she's doing is hurting people who have legitimate complaints about yeah. what's going on within today's America and with racism and whatnot. And most of them are her voters, people who have already publicly supported her. And I mean, I was someone I don't. I don't support Greg Pence and I was starting to kind of think that maybe, you know, in the long run, Janine may be the better option until she started letting, you know, more of her true colors show. Um, hey but, yeah, I, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, yeah, I, I'm not a supporter of Greg Pence either. And it's just sad that there's not any, <laughs> But the next person is just—they're all—they're all horrible. <laughs> now, Tom Firkenhoff, in all fairness, is, is is a good is a good candidate. He he has been polite to both of his opponents. Uh, what I like about Tom, what I don't like about Greg, is he refuses to talk to people. He does not want to talk platform. He doesn't want to talk about what he can do and what he will do. He's running on his name. He's running on his name. Yeah. Janine is running against his name and against his brother uh, and against Trump and in support of Kamala Harris, even though there's only one person that holds that seat. 
Tom Firkenhoff is the only candidate who's telling anybody what he will do as the congressman for Indiana's sixth district. So that's that's he's the only person that's actually telling people this is what I plan to do and really not getting into it. Matter of fact, he came to Janine's um, defense early, early on in in this mess and then I think he I, I, I don't want to say this 100% but from what I've seen I believe he's backed off of that now because she's just you know she's she is yeah. toxic at yeah, this point that's a good word so what I guess wa- that's, go ahead I guess you know that is somebody that I would consider but I I agree with you that that Janine is just She's against the Pence brothers, and then she's against Trump, but you never hear anything that she's for or what she's going to fix or other than getting those people out. I guess she, in her mind, you just take the people out of those positions and everything will be fine again. <laughs> right, right. Which I don't know what she thinks fine is because she won't tell anyone. Right, right. So. exactly, exactly. And, and the, the, one, of the, one of the worst things about it is – the way that she is so readily able to cut communication off. Uh, I mean, I feel like if you have an, a, a, either an official or a candidate that is not willing to have tough conversations, if somebody's getting on your page and they're cussing and they're being derogatory and they are being racist, yeah, delete mm-hmm. those people. Delete those comments. Delete those people. If if they are being sexist, if they are threatening, if they're violent, the 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 law allows for that to be handled. But somebody getting on and saying, "Miss Lake, I have a question for you. I am a Democrat voter, and I want to know: Are you going to get these reports, these finance reports, done in a timely manner? And why has there been an issue?" Her calling that person racist and then putting that person on blast, taking that person's private profile picture, blasting it out to different groups, uh, tagging that person's private business, and which, which is basically at that point a dog whistle for all of her supporters to then do, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like a form of doxing the person. Yeah. You know, here's this person's business. Uh, let them know that we think what they are doing is bad. Yeah. She's definitely, to me, she's come across more off as, uh, which I guess that was her, what she was before she decided to just campaign all the time. But she's like the crappy journalist rather than the someone who's supposed to be a leader for the people. You know. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that really put me off on her last go-around was I I got on and watched one of her live videos, and it was while she was live. And (laughs) she was was outside of an event, and she was, like, really excited. I thought she was getting ready to go in and speak. And it quickly became apparent that, nope, she was outside of one of Greg Pence's videos. events and when he came outside she started chasing him down asking him questions and 
I was like, what is this? This is not, I've never seen anything like this. And how she justified it was by saying she had taken her campaign hat off and put her journalist hat on. And I was like, ooh, no, crash and burn. You know, yeah, you, that's you, so tacky. Yeah, you can't do that. That's that does not happen, and that's that's not good. You know, I'm an old school politician in the way that when you're running for office, you don't say the name of your opponent. You don't want to give them any press coming out of your mouth. And yeah. she's talking about these guys every day. First of all, she's not running against Greg Pence. Or, excuse me, she's not running against Mike Pence. So the fact that she's talking about Mike Pence is bizarre. She's running against Greg. Focus, if you're going to, focus on Greg. You know, I, I don't understand the obsession with Mike. But the fact that she refuses to detail a platform is an issue. And it seems like the other issue that I have is her presence on social media. Her, her presence on social media has just been absolutely disastrous. She hasn't been focusing on posting those four, five, six positive posts, telling people what she's going to do. She has been on the attack. She's been very, very vile and and ha has been making claims she's been attacking business owners she's been attacking private citizens and it seems absolutely crazy one of the big posts that i think you and i first took issue with there were a couple before but there was a big post that was a problem was a post when she started talking about the situation in Daleville, Indiana, and just for the listeners that might not know, there was a situation where there were some students that took a picture of some of the students laying in the shape of a swastika with one kid standing up in the middle, and all of them were giving like the Hail Hitler salute. And I want to be very clear before we start talking about this. I think that's totally disgusting. I think those kids need to be uh, talked to about this. I think that something needs to be uh, dealt with here. I don't think they need to be burnt at the stake. I don't think that they need to be um, ostracized from the community. I don't think that they need to be uh, shunned and that all of their information be dropped out there so people can threaten them and they, they don't ever move on from this. I think they made a dumb kid mistake and did dumb kid things and that's what this is seen. And there are members of the black community that are speaking out saying that very same thing. So this is not like something where... For example, they went and knocked over a bunch of headstones and, and you know, this is, in, in the grand scheme of things, this is mild compared to what other serious offenses there might be. And she just went absolutely crazy with it. So one of the things she did was post this great big story and this great big comment about this event before having all of the facts and that's something that you take issue with. Yeah. And first I would like to say that I think that Janine's biggest downfall as far as her social media is that there's not really a difference between her, uh, you know, her campaign Facebook page and her personal Facebook page. So uh, she yes. just adds anyone. It's all public. She's posting any and everything campaign related. 
um, politically related on her personal uh, and on her campaign one. Right. Um, so I think that that's a big issue because say she does get elected, um, that could pose a lot of problems for her. It sure could. And then also my thoughts on the, I want to be clear that my thoughts on the, on the kids that did this, I think it's totally wrong. And I think that they should all be expelled. Sure. Um, I just think that, you know, it's a hard lesson that they need to learn and yeah, they're kids and maybe their parents are the ones that are saying those things, or maybe some of them were peer pressured into doing it. I mean, you don't know, but they need to learn a hard lesson that that's absolutely not okay. Absolutely. You have to pay the consequences. I say that here all the time. That's something my dad used to tell me all the time. You can do whatever you want. You just have to be willing to pay the consequences. And maybe the consequences here are they're expelled. And I would be perfectly fine with that. I don't think that this needs to... I don't think they need to go jump off a bridge. I don't think they need to be lined up and shot. I don't think, you know... But but that could be fine. Yeah, since since they are underage and, you know, it was at a school, we don't need to blast their you know, a, a political figure, someone who's yes. running for Congress does not need to be blasting them in that way, uh, which then, you know, it's always going to be there. And that could cause people, a wide a wide range of people to bully them because that's just what happens. Sure. And that that's wrong. Sure. So she could have she used this as an opportunity to, first, to better the community and to look good to be a you leader. Know, to make herself look good, and she didn't. Right. So she could have used this, you know, oh, let's fix the racist problems in my community, this community, because this is where she's from, right? Daleville, right. doesn't she live around Muncie? Yeah, yeah, she she lives in the in the Muncie, Yorktown, Daleville uh, so, area, yeah, where, where, wherever, it be- wherever it benefits her. Wherever, yeah, wherever, it, but it's close enough to her based yeah. on how she, I think she said that she had a grandkid or something yeah. that would be going to that school. Yeah. So anyhow. I've got a, I've know, got a grandkid that would be going to that school. First, I've got to have a kid that, that has a kid. <laughs> I have to live in that area. But yeah, very similar. Yeah. So anyways, you know, she could have used that for her, even if, even if it wasn't from the bottom of her heart, mm-hmm. she could have used that for political gain to make herself look better. Um, after all the trash that she's been spewing on her social media. Sure. But anyways, she didn't instead, <laughs> which I found, I finally found the edit history. So her very first post, which by the way, it's labeled, it's disgusted in Daleville in all caps. So it just sounds like a newspaper article. <laughs> <laughs> and she says reportedly in, Oh, this is August 22nd. So this was before anybody knew any facts mm-hmm. or any details. All we saw was the picture. That's it. Which anybody with half a brain cell should know that you need to wait until you know what's actually happening. Sure. So anyways. She would have felt so bad if this was like a, uh, a yeah, the- if- theater class doing Schindler's List. Yeah, or even even what if they situated the angle differently and they weren't actually doing a swastika because it's from the side. Oh, I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I think it's pretty. I think it's that's the the argument I always hate when people say they're like, wait a minute, if you turn the swastika forty five degrees angle, it's the Buddha symbol from from five hundred thousand well, years ago. I'm like, wait a minute, it might be that might be, but once the not, Nazis yeah. killed eleven million Jews and. <laughs> had that swastika with it i think that probably all other groups have to do we just know you don't do the swastika thing anymore no and i'm not 
You know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. I'm just saying, yeah. It's like, wait until you know what's happening and then comment on it. (laughs) Or even, and if you have to comment on it, just be like, I really hope this isn't the case and then be done with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like prayers for Daleville. Hope this isn't the case. Right. And then be done with it and then comment on it later. But that's not what she did. Yeah. It was disgusted in Daleville. And then reportedly, students on the Daleville basketball team formed a human swastika saluting Hitler slash Trump question mark. She <laughs> had to throw that in there, which I don't see them with Trump signs or yeah. mega hats or anything. Where's the proof Again, that, that had anything to do with Trump? Which, by the way, I'm not a Trump supporter, so it's not me trying to be like, oh, Trump has nothing to do with it. He literally doesn't. So school handed out a week's detention, but they're somehow still on the team. This school is just 10 minutes away from our house, and it's so sickening to me. Parents, this is why we have to be purposeful anti-racist. Then she goes on to edit 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 times. So, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 14 of those times, or sorry, so it was the original post and then 15 more times. So 14 of those times of those posts were August 22nd. So she edited it 14 times in one day. That's crazy. Then the next two edits were the next day, August 23rd. So her final post that she ended up with after editing it so many different times was she kept the title, Disgusted in Daleville. <laughs> Several male students, reportedly athletes at Delville Junior Senior High School, formed a human swastika saluting what is assumed to be Hitler or Trump. And then she put, I'm not really sure which racist is being hailed here. School handed out out five-day suspensions, but they're somehow still eligible for sports. This school's just, and then she goes on about how it's 10 minutes away from her house. Uh, she says that this saddens and sickens me. Parents, this is why we must be purposeful anti-racist. Then she adds, again, so very sorry, to, so very sad to see this type of public bigoted display by Delaware County youth. Hashtag racism is a sin. Oh. So it's just a load of crap. I mean, it's ridiculous. First of all, what, and I, I had told her in one of my comments, because I responded to it quite a few times but the it sound it reminds me of trump's twitter all uh, of it yes yes and what what was your what was your feedback on that what she responded to me or yeah what 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 did well, you get out of that well she deleted some of my comments and she all but called me a racist but her relative or something i mean i I don't know if they're relatives, but they well, have to be very careful name. here. I they ha- I would assume you would assume they were relatives because they have the same last name. They have the same last name. Okay, yes. yeah, and right. This woman lives in California. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. And she's like, she's the one calling me a racist. Yeah, that's like, what. Yes. Yeah, but first, I started off by just telling her, you know, my first comment because oh, the which. Can I say her name? I don't know if I can yeah, say, you say it. Yeah, it's so it's Meredith Mer- Stevens. I don't know who she is, but she made a really great comment about how we need to have all the facts, how you know we shouldn't be blasting kids this way, especially when we don't have all the facts. You know, and 
and she should have used this opportunity. And which, by the way, Meredith Stevens, her first her first sentence in all this was that she was a proud Democrat. Sure. And I mean, I went and looked at her Facebook page. She is. She's like got BLM stuff everywhere. She's talking about, you know, Biden. I mean, she's the she's a Democrat and she's for the right stuff. So anyways. So she's just talking about how she could have basically the stuff I was saying a few minutes ago, how she could have used this as an opportunity to, you know, try to solve these problems rather than blasting them everywhere and letting the public shame these people in this town um, and not wanting to be a part of the solution, basically. And so I, you know, I, I replied to that to Janine saying, you know, this comment is spot on. The problem here is that we, that she did not comment appropriately and didn't have all the facts before she did so. And then, then Janine goes in to say, I tell it, which I don't, again, I don't have all of them because she deleted some of them, but she was saying, you know, oh, I also told her that she definitely lost my vote because not that I was 100% sure that I was voting for her, but, you know, it's something that I was thinking about. So anyways, she, uh, she went on to say that, you know, I'm sorry discussions of racism make you uncomfortable. I truly wish I had the option to opt out because I get offended. Take care. God. And I was like, what? So then I went to reiterate my comment because I thought, hmm, maybe she's confused. Sure. Because that's not an appropriate that response. That seems very confusing response, yes. Yeah. So, you know, I just reiterated my comment, basically just telling her what the problem was, that she didn't know the whole story before she posted it, and that I didn't fully agree with Meredith's statement about, you know, since their kids give them a break, because just like I said before, I think they need a hard listen. But, you know, <clears throat> um, how she handled it off the bat was unprofessional, and it shows us that she's not interested in learning the story and facts before she blasts everything out there. You know, and it, it goes along with just about every other response that she's made in the past month. <laughs> um, and then she asks me, how is it unprofessional? Is the truth unprofessional? Seriously, I'm here to learn. What made you so upset with my true and accurate response? So then I explained myself, and I was there was some situation um, with Melanie Wright, who... She was a part of the Keenan Gray stuff, which she still is. She's taken, like, full charge over all of that. Um, and she it, she was a Janine Lake supporter. She had signs in her yard. Let Janine give her some signs. I mean, yes. she, she was a supporter, public one. Yes. And some of the ways Janine was just being petty with how she would maybe respond to things on Facebook or she would do the laughing it was out What's of control. Called? It was downright out of control. When, when the, yeah, it was like the laughing re reaction to some questions that uh, Melanie maybe had because there was also that it was when the complaint came out. The, the, the FEC filing complaint that the Delaware County GOP chair, Victor Whitehead, filed against her because she refuses to file her proper paperwork reference to the amount of money that she is collecting properly yeah. that complaint yeah which she handled that ridiculously and it had a lot of people upset people who were supporters of her yeah because she never she didn't even really address it just basically saying it was because 
the Pence brothers were outraged and they're racist. And yeah. I mean, that's basically, I mean, really, if you go and read her post, that's basically what it says. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, unless she's edited it 12 times since then, I don't know, but that's basically <laughs> what she said the first go around. Yeah. Um, she's just really frustrating and nobody understood and we were confused. Um, and then somebody commented and said, you know, I wish she would have said something along the lines of, I take things like this seriously. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, you know, because at first she made it seem like it wasn't true. Then sure. she came back saying, then she came back saying that they knew of the situation. Um, and he filed the complaint anyways or something. I don't know all the details. Well, that real quick, and I, I do want to put that in there because this is pretty important. And this is this is uh, honestly the 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 racism issues here that she's got going on is is a char serious character character flaw char character flaw. Mm -hmm. What's going on with the finance reporting <laughs> is, is seriously plays to how she might be as an elected official. So first and foremost. During her almost four-year run for a two uh, uh, an office, which is only uh, up for election every two years, so I don't really know what's going on. She's been collecting a lot of money, and the uh -huh. reports that she has not filed detail the money that she's been collecting, how she's been collecting it, where that money's been going to, and there are a lot of legitimate questions and issues surrounding that. Not to mention the fact that she runs a non profit that between the time period of August 4th, 2017 and May 12th of this year, 2020, it was dissolved, which means she should not have been collecting money, but we have proof that she was collecting money during that time. And so all of that money is just Poof. Who knows where any of it is? And that's questionable. How she has been dealing with her personal finances. I know it's personal finances, but when she's talking about being an elected official and dealing with, with these things, that comes into play. That is things that people look at. That's why everyone's hammering Trump for his tax records. You know, yes, yeah. Trump should Trump should put him out there. Janine Lee Lake should do the right thing too. And so it's not a problem for someone to question what the hell's going on with her paying the bills and how she handles money. And I, I have said very clearly that I believe that this could absolutely result in an investigation into what's been going on here and quite possibly result in, uh, you know, maybe even a prosecution because they don't mess around when you're dealing with the FEC, that they do not mess around with that. I think that there's a lot of issue there and a lot of concern. And so that was the big thing that kicked her down this shit spiral that she's been on and it just has went really crazy from that point forward. The other other issue that I want to bring up is how she then really goes after other business people in the community. She's supposed to be a business person. She's supposed to have ran small businesses and, and done this and done that and the fact that 
people who might look up to her and might see her as somebody that maybe they could aspire to just are disappointed in her behavior and disappointed in her actions and disappointing disappointed in how they've heard things and so they want to ask and then she laughs at them or she says that it's the racist Pence brothers she you know these packages show up at her house and show up at the addresses of all of her campaign people I want to ask you a question. Her address is public dot record, but all of her campaign people, their address isn't. The only people that know their addresses is them. I, I yeah. would contend that, that, again, the GOP or Greg Pence or, or Mike Pence had nothing to do with these Pence packages, and maybe it was an internal inside job. Now, maybe Janine Lee Lake didn't know anything about it, but it certainly is probable or possible that someone from her camp has done this. And, and again, as of... 5.41 p.m. at the recording of this on August 31st, 2020, I will say we are like T-minus 11 days from what possibly could be Janine Lee Lake attempting to kidnap herself for sympathy <laughs> votes. Well, also, I mean, I think it's just... I think it's just common sense. Why would either of the Pence brothers, because, again, she keeps thinking that both of them are out to get her... <laughs> Yeah, why right. Why would either of them, when they know, like, she she does not stand a chance. I mean, it's not, it's not like an opinion thing. It's, she just doesn't. She's not. Right. I don't even think he knew who she was, really, this entire time. Right. But, but they're not going to waste their time when they have more important things to do in sending her some crap. That could eventually, you know, like taking, basically taking the chance that it could get spilled out when one of them's a vice president, and that would be horrible. Sending some kind of weird package like that to a small town congressional candidate, and I can see I can see Mike Pence sitting in in the vice president's office on Meme Generator making a Bros Before Hoes post. And and yeah. sending out this man doesn't it's go. It's not like we don't have COVID going on. This huge <laughs> pandemic. This it's man not, doesn't you know, go to the toilet without his wife. And you want me to believe that he's making a bros? I'm not really sure he knows what the phrase "bros before hoes" is. Yeah. He's so it it just doesn't even make like she is really stretching. Yeah, stretching. Now could it have been like some? redneck hillbilly republican who hates black people yeah sure but it it's not it's not the pences it's just not <laughs> right right that's i mean so <laughs> it's either some like i said some redneck hillbilly with a maga hat and their butt crack showing or it's <laughs> it's one of her supporters or it's an inside job i mean honestly and with the with the links that she's gone through it before just to get her name out there in some kind of way because she's quite frankly an attention whore yes she's, can i say that yeah okay <laughs> it, it just makes more sense that it would be something that they would do you know uh, what I absolutely mean? absolutely absolutely so, it's just it doesn't even make sense but that's uh, on her yes yeah yeah uh, you know and the the, the thing is the thing is, 
post post the post the pence packages out. You know, let us see what these let us see the pence packages. Let's see what's in these horrible horrible things. She she gets on here and and says that and I'm I'm going to get this record uh, request and and get this from the sheriff's department. I'll go up there and get it tomorrow, and I'll have more on this on my Facebook page. So be checking there. It's at facebook.com forward slash bilberry three one eight. But I'm going to request for the uh, police r- report because it's public record because she actually goes through uh, the detailing how she called the police and the police came out and names through this sheriff's deputy goes through the motions of taking a selfie with him if I think I'm in danger and someone's gonna you know is, is out to get me and they're mailing me people's heads and packages and things I'm not taking pictures with the cops that are there uh, for you know I'm not running in to do my makeup and and making it a, a campaign stop uh, but she goes through and she names this deputy and she even says he believes that there's something to worry about I want to see his words saying that because yeah. I just don't believe that that's what was said yeah I, I don't believe anything that she says or or that you know who who takes the time first of all in my opinion it say this is something that she got and she was really worried because I, I mean, I'm still not throwing that off the table. I mean, there's so many different things that sure, could happen. Sure. I just don't, I'm sure that it's not the pences, but why are you taking the time to blast that everywhere? Aren't you wanting to, isn't your whole prerogative to stomp down racism and for it to not be a thing? Why are we shining light on it? Right, right. Even right. though, even though, and maybe this sounds awful of me, but why, even though, yes, it's something racist that is happening, but why are you shining light on it? Act like you don't care about it. Because you shouldn't, because we need to be moving on to the next bigger thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, and again, I don't believe that you're saying moving away from racism. I think that you're talking about moving on to to how she's going to affect change Rather than getting down in the in the mud and 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 wallowing yeah. in whatever you know negativity would be out there, I just feel yes. like right now there's so much other stuff going on. If she wants to combat racism, there are other ways that she could certainly do that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not I'm not saying just completely forget about it or anything, but it's just interesting to me that it's like she picks something and she really focuses on it. For a few days at a time, but like till in a she's negative beat way. Until she's so, beat it to death. Yeah, so just hold, hold on to that information. It really stinks that that's happening. And you nor I will ever understand anything that any black person sure. has ever had to deal with. We just won't. I mean, we sure. can't even comprehend it. Yep. And I respect that, you know. But hold on to it and use it when you're having, you know, conferences or you're out doing public speaking about how we need to end racism and this is why, and this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, I've dealt with this, this, and this, but this is how I over, this is how I overcame it. And she's not doing those things. No. Instead, she's living in the past, which is the exact opposite, unless I'm wrong, of (sighs) the exact opposite of 
getting away from racism. No, so, that's that's exactly right. And, and what she's doing, she's hurting her chance of moving forward. So she's not going to be able to impact more people because she's quickly circling the the drain here. And and you know it, it'll it'll be interesting to see when she loses in November if she just continues campaigning right on through or if she takes a break this time. See, I I think. I think she is going to just keep going through because I think she knows that she's not going to get elected. And so I think that she's now she's just using her platform, if you call it that, to just use her, you know, her journalist side. I mean, I think she likes the attention and I think that she likes the fact that her voice is getting heard a little bit. And I think that she's just going to keep using that and she's just going to keep arguing with people. And I think that's just what she enjoys. I could not agree more. Uh, All right, that is bringing us up to this real quick break. You're listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilberry and just Reagan for this episode, and maybe more. We'll be right back after this quick break. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, that's going to wrap up this 119th episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Thanks, Reagan, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Hopefully we'll have you on more and more as we move forward. This has been fantastic. For all of you, please do your part. Share the show with everyone you know. You know where we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. Also, check out the merchandise. And until next time, stay active, stay involved, be safe. God bless. And we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon you've been listening to perception is reality with christopher h bilbrey Bilbrey. tune in like and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm hook up on facebook at facebook.com backslash bilbrey 318 and on twitter at p-i-s-r bilbrey email khbilbrey at gmail.com Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.